Hello everyone, Miss Jean here. This summer, there's an amazing event taking place just up the road from where we are in Gillette, Wyoming. It's the International Pathfinder Camboree. Now, the Camboree is an incredible opportunity to exercise your faith and to grow closer to God. And here's some good news. You don't have to wait to exercise your faith until August. There's a Bible study challenge going on right now. It's your chance to study the Bible and earn a free collector's pin too. So join the Bible study challenge today at BibleStudyChallenge.com. Ben, stay out of it. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Counselor Jake. You're annoying when you're grumpy, but even more annoying when you're happy. Oh yeah? Well, you're always annoying. Hi, I'm Miss Jean. Join me on a trip to Discovery Mountain, where the air is clear, almost clear enough to hear your imagination, and where every day is an exercise in faith. Join me for today's expedition in Discovery Mountain. On our last episode of Summer of Strife, Judah had a great day at summer camp. He finally smiled. Well, the sun is shining and it's another day of camp. Let's see how the campers are doing today. All right, Blackfoot cabin. Up and at them, rise and shine, line call and flag raising in six minutes. Connor, would you pick up your pillow? Aiden, Pope Marcello, he's still in bed. There it is, that's Reader's first whistle, guys. Let's go. Hey, where's Ben? He's probably there already. You know he's always Mr. Eager and has to be the first in line every time. Oh. Ben? Is that you? Where are you? I'm in here. Still in bed. Why is everyone being so noisy? <laughs> ben, it's almost time for line call. Get up! Time for line call? That's not possible. I didn't sleep one wink. What happened, Ben? You slept so well the other nights. I couldn't find my retainer anywhere. I can't sleep without it. I clicked it around my mouth. It's how I fall asleep. Yeah, I remember. It's how you kept me awake the first night. Well, get up, or are you going to make the cabin late? Oh, well, would you look at that? See what just fell on the floor? There it is. Man, it's a little late now. Ben finally got ready, and Jake and the rest of Blackfoot Cabin arrived outside just in time for Camp Director Reader's second whistle and the beginning of flag raising. Jake could feel the tension in his group. It wasn't feeling like it was going to be a good day. Ow! Judah, you just stepped on my foot. Shh, Ben, you're going to get us in trouble with Reader. Would you be quiet? I don't want to be quiet. Would you stop being so clumsy? Stop it, boys. Be respectful. They're raising the flags. Ben and Judah elbowed and nudged each other through the flag raising and all through the morning prayer. Walking to the cafeteria for breakfast, Jake kept his eye on them. Their tension felt like a ticking time bomb, just ready to explode. 
Oatmeal? Really? What about the good beans and hash browns, or the pancakes, or the biscuits we had the other day? But oatmeal? Yuck! Come on now, Ben. Oatmeal's good for you. You know, I love a good hot bowl of oatmeal. Oh, I like to put raisins and cinnamon and brown sugar atop. It's good. Maybe at home on a cold winter day, but not at summer camp. Yucky! Ben, don't you think you're being kind of rude? You know, Cook works hard on your food whether you like it or not. And I don't like it. What's gotten into you, Ben? You're always such a happy camper. <sighs> I'm tired. And I get grumpy when I get tired. Oh, I see. Well, I hope you snap out of it. We've got a full day. Swimming, drama, archery, all this afternoon. Hey! They ran out of apple juice. I really don't like the orange juice here. It has all kinds of pulp in it. <laughs> ben, th this is just not your day. Go find a seat. Oh, looks like you have a grumpy camper on your hands, huh? <laughs> that happens by this point in the week. The newness of camp just wears off a little. Oh, hey, Sarah. Yeah, he didn't sleep. Apparently that makes him grumpy. Who knew that Ben even knew how to be grumpy, right? I know. Are counselors allowed a grumpy day? Nope. You might want to take him a bowl of oatmeal, just in case he changes his mind. In my experience, the only thing grumpier than a tired camper is a tired and hungry camper. Oh, good idea, Sarah. You know, one day I hope to grow up to be a good counselor like you. Stop teasing him. Just feed that kid or you will be sorry. Jake took Sarah's advice and took Ben a bowl of oatmeal. No, I'm just going to set this here in case you change your mind, Ben. Ugh, thanks. Judah, what are you looking forward to most today? Oh, I can't wait for our treat. My dad got me a foam target with suction cup arrows when I was little. I was really good. As good as you are at swimming? Hey, you don't have to be like that, Ben. I'm a good swimmer, and I'm good with a bow. Well, Judah, that sounds like a nice memory you've got with your dad. Yeah. He saw I was good with the suction cup arrows and got me a real bow and arrow when I turned 10. It was the best present ever. Whatever. Ben, stay out of it. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Counselor Jake. You're annoying when you're grumpy, but even more annoying when you're happy. Oh, yeah? Well, you're always annoying. Boys, stop it, or I'm going to send you back to the cabin for the entire day. You'll miss swimming, drama, and archery. We don't need Judah for swimming. All right, that's it. No, Judah, stop. Sit back down. Ben, eat your oatmeal. Just eat. You'll feel better. Yeah, here, eat it. Don't push that at me. It's none of your business. I don't want it. Eat it, Grumpy Ben. I don't want it. Well, look at what you guys have done. All right, get up, clean it up. Counselor Jake. Get up and clean it up. Fine. Oh, man, there's oatmeal everywhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Judah, are you okay, buddy? Oh, I slipped in the oatmeal and, oh, my wrist. My wrist really hurts. Here, let me look at it, Judah. Ben, you get over here and clean this up right now. Yes, sir. Judah, does it hurt when I touch your wrist right here? Oh, ah! Okay, stand up. Are you okay to walk? I, uh, I think so. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Judah, hold your arm close to your body so it doesn't bounce around. Jake, you hold him steady and walk him to the hospital. I'll run to the office and have Reader call his parents, okay? Yep, I got it. Thanks, Sarah. Oh, it really hurts. 
I got you, Judah. Let's, let's walk to the hospital. It's going to take a few minutes, but don't you worry. The rest of you boys stay here until Ben cleans up every last bit of that oatmeal. Then go back to the cabin until Mr. Reader tells you what to do next. Jake led Judah carefully through the hospital doors. Thankfully, the first person to see them walking in was Dr. Simon. Jake, what's up? Oh, hey, Dr. Simon. Oh, this is Judah. He hurt his wrist. Yeah, I I think it's broken. Let's take a quick look. Does it hurt when I do this? Ow, ow! Okie dokie. Come on, let's get you to the nurse's station and they'll get you in the system. They'll also get you a little something for the pain and then we'll get you some x-rays, okay, Judah? Okay. Jake, have you called his parents? Oh, reader's on that. Okay, good. Let's see, we can begin treating him. They sign the camp release form, but I'd like to talk to the parents after I see the x-rays. Let's hope we can get in touch with them. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Here we are. The nurses will get you feeling a little better, Judah, and I'll be right back. Hi, Judah. Take a seat right here. We're going to see how you're doing, okay? Don't go anywhere, okay, Counselor Jake? You'll stay with me, won't you? Oh, of course, buddy. I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, here's an ice pack for your wrist. Just go ahead and put it anywhere that it hurts. That'll help it feel a little bit better for now. Now open up. I need to take your temperature. Ah... Good. You're an excellent patient so far, Judah. So, tell me, what happened? Were you rock climbing or paddleboarding or...? No, I was oatmealing. Um, oatmealing? Yeah, I slipped on oatmeal on the cafeteria floor. You see, it was all Ben. Judah, Judah, the nurse isn't worried about your squabble with Ben. Just tell her where it hurts. Well, can you tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 how much it hurts and then show me exactly where? Well, it kind of hurts right here. Ow, ow. Uh, right here below the wrist. Okay, and on a scale of 1 to 10? Definitely a 10. Well, maybe an 8. Okay, Judah. Take this medicine. It will help with the pain. Bring it down to a 2 or a 3, hopefully. Give me just a minute. I'm going to go ahead and write this in your chart, and then I'll take you for your x-rays, okay? Okay. I'll wait right here when the nurse takes you for x-rays. Have you had one before? An x-ray? Oh, yeah, like when I sprained my ankle in the fifth grade. Great, so you know they don't hurt. I'll wait right here. Okay, Judah, come with me, please. Hello, Mr. Reader? Yeah, have you talked to Judah's parents yet? No? What should I do? Okay, I'll see what Dr. Simon says after she looks at the x-rays. Okay, Judah, follow me down the hall to a room. Dr. Simon will be with you in just a little while. You can lay on the bed. You can even turn the TV on if you'd like. Okay, thanks. Hey, Judah, you're the only camper who gets to watch TV this morning. You want me to turn it on? No, I'm okay. Can I have the ice pack again? Of course, here you go. Uh, I wish my mom was with me. Yeah, I know. You know, it doesn't matter how old we are. We all want our moms when we get hurt. Did Reader get a hold of them yet? Not yet, but don't worry, he'll keep trying. Do you think I have to tell my friends at home that I broke my wrist while slipping on oatmeal? It would be so much cooler if I did it rock climbing. Well, I guess you don't have to tell them all the details. Think about it. Oatmealing. Maybe you just invented a new sport. (laughs) How's my patient doing? Well, a little better. The medicine helped. 
I'm glad to hear it because you, my friend, have a break in your wrist. Do you want to see the x-ray? Sure. Okay, let me turn this light box on. All right, now Judah, this is a picture of your wrist. Now look at these two bones. They're really your arm bones. Now look at the smaller one right at the top. Do you see that white line? Yeah. That's the break. With proper casting, this level break should heal in, I'd say, six to eight weeks. Oh man, a cast for six to eight weeks? That's the rest of the summer and more. Well, yes, I'm afraid so. It's the risk you take when you go oatmealing. Good one, Dr. Simon. But, but that means no swimming in the pool, no swimming in the lake. How do I even take a shower? There are waterproof casts. They cost a little extra, so I'll need your parents to approve the charge to their insurance. Uh, can't you just call them now and get it on? There's a swim meet tomorrow morning. My team is counting on me. Whoa, Judah, slow down. First of all, I can't put the cast on until the earliest tomorrow. See how your wrist is swelling up? We have to wait until that swelling goes down so the cast can fit your bone nice and snug and hug it in place so that it will heal. Oh, this day is going from bad to worse. Judah, I'll have the nurse come back and wrap your wrist in a bandage, and we'll put your arm in a sling for today. Hopefully, we'll talk to your parents today, and we'll get you all set up in a cast tomorrow, okay? Mm, doesn't sound like I have a choice. I'm afraid not. Now be more careful walking around oatmeal. Well, it was Ben's fault. He pushed the bowl at me and it went sliding off the table and it broke and oatmeal went everywhere. Then I slipped. So you boys were fighting? Uh, yes, Dr. Simon. Nothing good comes out of that kind of competition, Judah. Unfortunately, you're learning the lesson the painful way. I'm going to go ahead and send the nurse back in to get you bandaged up, okay? Knock, knock. Can I come in? Judah, it sounds like you have a visitor. Mom? Nope, it's me. Hi, Judah. I wonder what Ben's doing at the hospital. <laughs> That's a surprise. Let's find out after this short break. Hello, I'm George Swanson. I play Mr. Simon here on Discovery Mountain. In real life, I work for the Voice of Prophecy, the ministry that brings you this program. The Voice of Prophecy has been around for a long time, more than 85 years. And this program is just one of several that we have available right now or are planning to roll out in the near future. I invite you to listen to our flagship program called Disclosure, hosted by Sean Boonstra. Disclosure is a one-hour program featuring relevant topics for today. You can listen to Disclosure on all of the major podcast platforms, on iHeartRadio, and online at DisclosureRadio.com. You fed your kids spiritually. Now take a little time for you. That's DisclosureRadio.com. Ben, what are you doing here? Well, I wanted to see if you're okay. The nurse told me which room to find you in. Counselor Jake, why don't you and I step outside and let these young men talk? Oh, I should probably stay with them. Counselor Jake, doctor's orders. Oh, oh, of course, right. We'll leave you two to talk alone. I'll be just outside in the hall, Judah. Okay. Ben sat in the visitor's chair next to the bed. He stared at the floor for a few minutes. 
the awkward silence hung in the air. You smell like chlorine. Did you go swimming this morning? Yes. Reader was busy calling your parents, so Counselor Sarah took us. He pulled me out of the pool and sent me back to the cabin. I'm on cabin restriction for the rest of the day. So why didn't you stay there? Why are you here? I talked Reader into letting me come to see you. I just had to know you're okay. Judah, I am so sorry. I am so grumpy when I don't sleep at night. And I took it out on you. Then the bowl broke and the oatmeal went flying and you fell. I feel like the worst person in the world. <laughs> well, I kind of like the grumpy Ben. What? Well, I didn't think you were normal. Every other day you were so weirdly happy. Happy about the flag raising, happy about tomato soup for lunch, and loud happy. I really thought there was something wrong with you. I just like camp. When I'm at camp, I get to forget about all my problems at home. Hmm. You have problems? Well, yeah. Who doesn't? Hmm. I guess that's true. Some people's problems are worse than others. Yeah, but my problem can't be fixed. What is it? I'm a pipsqueak. I'm at least a head shorter than all my friends at home. You said I was the pipsqueak yourself. Well, I was just, you know, annoyed at you for being happy Ben. Honestly, I don't notice that you're short. Well, I figure the bigger my personality is, the less people will look at my size. Oh, that explains why you're so loud about everything you're happy about. Well, it was working. Until today. You know, Ben, the people that matter in your life don't really care about your size. They care about you as a person. You shouldn't think of it as a problem. Well, thanks, Judah. And I'm sorry you're on cabin restriction for the rest of the day. I was definitely pushing your buttons this morning. I haven't been the happiest camper all week, that's for sure. Well, you're the one in the hospital bed, not me. So you really don't have to apologize. All right, Judah. Dr. Simon asked me to come in and wrap your wrist with a bandage. Oh, you have a visitor. Who's your friend? Judah and Ben locked eyes for a moment as the nurse called Ben his friend. Ben looked away awkwardly. Judah broke the silence. This is my friend, Ben. Ben smiled with happiness. It seemed to light up his whole face. All right, Ben. You hold the scissors and you can trim the bandage for me when I'm done wrapping. Hey, don't give him the scissors. He might stab me with them. <laughs> The nurse wrapped Judah's wrist with the bandage, and Ben helped. She gently placed his arm in a sling. Jake walked Judah and Ben back to the cabin. Jake quietly smiled at how unexpectedly the morning had turned out. Who would have guessed that a bowl of oatmeal and a broken wrist could have finally turned these two enemies into friends? Meanwhile at the store, another set of friends were not having such a good morning. Here you go, Miss Wendy. One almond milk, strawberry, raspberry smoothie with protein powder. Kayla, this looks delicious. Let me try it. How's it taste? Mm, as good as it looks, thank you. I need all the nourishment I can get. Drama class is wiping me right out this week. These kids are a handful. Come back anytime for another smoothie, Miss Wendy. You can pay for it right over at the cash register. Jamie has her nose in a book again, but I'm sure she'll look up when you step up to the counter. 
She's reading a book while you've got a line of customers? Yeah, I know. Next. Oh, hey, Kayla. Oh, I've had quite the morning. First... Hey, Jake, I'd love to hear your story, but I have a huge line this morning. Can you tell me about it later? Uh, sure, of course. But just make my usual and I'll be right on my way. And which usual is that, Jake? You have four favorites. Gadget, you're not helping me today, okay, buddy? You just run along and lie down by the walk-in fridge. Let the cool air run over your tummy, okay? Well, it is Thursday, so my Thursday usual. Can you remind me? Organic blueberries, frozen grapes, almond milk, and a big spoon of peanut butter. Peanut butter and jelly smoothie surprise. Right, how could I forget? It always looks so... delicious? I might be out of peanut butter. Let me check. Yep. Hey, Jamie, could you grab me another jar of peanut butter off the shelf? Uh, The organic one, please. Jamie! What? What do you want? I'm working the cash register. You're reading your book. There's no one there, and I have a line. A little help, please? Fine, I'll get it. You need a little help? Want me to call Mr. Simon? I don't want him to think I can't do my job. Thanks, though. Here's your peanut butter. Thanks. Do you think you could fill the scoop with frozen grapes from the freezer? Uh, I guess. See, Jake? I have help. The frozen grapes are almost gone now. You better wash them and freeze them. Could you do that for me? I need to get back to the cash register. Fine. Fine! All right, Jake... Here's a delicious-looking peanut butter and jelly surprise smoothie. If Jamie can put her book back down for a second, you can pay for it at the register. Have a nice day. Uh, thanks, Kayla. Next. Jake paid for his smoothie and stepped outside of Trekkers. He started walking back to camp and then paused. He grabbed his phone and made a call. Oh, hey, Mr. Simon. Hey, I was just at the store, and I think the girls could use a little help. Uh, no, they didn't break anything. They just seem a little stressed. Yeah, you, you should probably check on them. Okay, bye. Do you think Mr. Simon will be happy when he gets to the store? I'm not so sure. We'll take a short break and we'll find out. Don't you go anywhere. Hi, I'm Camp Director Reader. Have you visited our website, discoverymountain.com yet? There are all kinds of fun things to do there. You can watch behind-the-scenes videos of how we make this program, listen to other episodes, send us a message, and a lot more. Learn more about the characters in this amazing town, Discovery Mountain, all at discoverymountain.com. Before the break, things were pretty tense in Trekkers between Kayla and Jamie. I wonder what will happen when Mr. Simon arrives to check on things. Here you are, Mrs. Penner. One strawberry cream smoothie. If you'll just step right over here to the cash register, where there's no line, Jamie will ring that up for you. Who can I help next? Kayla, give me the scoop. I'll be on frozen fruit duty. Oh, hi, Mr. Simon. No, I got this. Kayla, give me the scoop. Blackberries for the next one, right? Yes, sir. Kayla and Mr. Simon scooped and poured, blended and smiled for the rest of the morning. For some reason, it felt like everyone in Discovery Mountain was craving a smoothie. Here you go, Mr. Del Day. One raspberry soy smoothie. Does that ever look delicious? You enjoy it. Head right over there to the cash register and Jamie will ring this up for you, okay? 
Have a wonderful day and come back to Trekkers again soon. Woo, Mr. Simon, that was the last one. We did it. High five. High five. <laughs> now let me help you clean up. There's a bit of a mess going on back here. I can clean up. Mr. Simon, I've got this. Kayla, stop for a minute and talk to me. You haven't got this. You need help. But... Well, you should have called me earlier when the line got too long. I don't want customers to have to wait too long. It makes them grumpy. And I like my customers to be happy. Well, I didn't want you to think I couldn't handle my job. Well, asking for help is doing your job. We want our customers to be what? Happy. So asking for help means you're making them happy because they get their smoothies faster. And it makes me happy because the customer is happy. Okay, I think I get it. Kayla, when you ask for help, it shows that you're a good worker. Not that you're a weak one. Trying to do it all by yourself isn't the right answer. I did ask Jamie to help, and she wouldn't. Well, I agree. She could have stepped in to help you. But remember, her job is to stay at the cash register in case a customer comes in to buy something off the shelf. Someday she has a long line, and you don't. True. Jamie, could you come over here for a minute, please? Uh, yeah, Granddad? We had a busy morning in the store. I want you and Kayla to help each other out more when we get busy like that. But my job is the cash register. Kayla doesn't know how to run it. And my job is a smoothie bar, and Jamie doesn't know how to work the machine. Well, I know all of that, girls, but you can assist each other. Kayla, if Jamie has a line, you can bag the items. Jamie, if Kayla has a line, you can measure out the frozen fruit or pour the milk and juice for her. Well, I'm supposed to stay at the cash register. Jamie... Come on, you can figure this out. While you're helping, you can keep one eye on the cash register, and if someone comes, you can run over and help them. This isn't difficult, but you two are making it difficult. If only you were like iron sharpening iron. Mr. Simon, I'll call for help next time I'm swamped. I'm sorry, I was trying to show you I could do it all by myself. Hello, everyone. I decided I need a smoothie for lunch today. Phew, Kayla, what a mess back there. Looks like you've been busy. Very busy. See, Dad, I told you the smoothie machine would be a big success. You are right, Shelly. You are very right. Jamie, come over and help Kayla clean up back here. She's definitely been busy. Really? You too, Mom? Come on, Gadget. Time for us to take a lunch break. I'm out of here. What did I say? Yeah, it's all right. I'll go talk to her. Jamie and Gadget walked past Blue Birdie and out to the end of the dock. Jamie sat down, took off her sandals, and dangled her feet in the cool water of the little lake. Gadget panted happily, sitting beside her. May I join you? Oh, yeah, of course, Granddad. Am I in trouble for stomping off? Well, I'm not the happiest store owner right now, but it's not for that reason. What's wrong, Granddad? All week, you and Kayla have been fighting. The tension is so thick in the store, you could cut it with a knife. Sorry, I guess that's not very good for the customers to see. No, but I'm more worried about you and Kayla. I saw you two getting close to each other. You two were like iron sharpening iron. What do you mean by that? Proverbs 27, verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron... So a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. I still don't get it. Now, you've seen me sharpen the axe, right? 
Yeah, use the file and rub the blade against it. Right. The iron coming together is like a friendship where the friends help each other and make each other better. You can see it in their faces or countenances like it says in the Bible. Kayla and I have been competing with each other all week. A little friendly rivalry doesn't hurt a strong friendship. That can be like iron, too, making you both better at what you do. But you girls aren't competing like that. You're hurting each other. I know, I know. I just feel terrible about it, and I can't figure out when this all started. It's a mystery. A mystery? Like a mystery boy? Oh. Oh! It started when the mystery boy came into the store, didn't it? Hmm. I guess I hadn't realized that. Well, Missy, I've given you something to think about as you dangle your feet in the water. Don't take too long. There's still a lot of cleaning to do. Yes, Granddad. Thank you. Phew, what a day. Judah and Ben are getting along, and Jamie and Kayla seem further apart than ever before. Is their friendship over? Well, be sure to join us next time for the eighth episode in this story series, Summer of Strife. Hi, I'm Director Doug. Have you ever broken a bone? Ouch, it does really hurt. The voice actor who plays Judah is Grant Velbus. We didn't really make him wipe out an oatmeal and break his wrist for the scene, but it sounded pretty real, didn't it? Our minds are amazing, and they're really good at imagining the details when we hear just the right sounds. I'm Miss Jean, and you've been listening to Discovery Mountain, where the air is clear, clear enough to hear your imagination, and where every day is an exercise in faith. To listen to other episodes and to send us a message, visit us at discoverymountain.com or write to us at Discovery Mountain, P.O. Box 999, Loveland, Colorado, 80539. And in Canada, write to Box 2127, Oshawa, Ontario, L1H7V4. This is a production of The Voice of Prophecy. Join us again next time here at Discovery Mountain.